Hey, this is Dr. Candace Davis, owner and chiropractor at Cairo Med Healing Center. And if you want to learn the six and seven figure science to success, significantly increase your revenue, and learn how to successfully build professional relationships, you should be listening to the Sell Without Selling podcast with my good friend, Stacy O'Byrne. If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacy O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacy O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacy O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I'm really excited to get into today's episode. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or maybe you just want more and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a personal phone call with me to see if we're a great fit for each other. All right, let's do this. Today I'm speaking with a really dear friend of mine, Dr. Candace Davis. Dr. Candace Davis has been a chiropractor for over 33 years. She's the owner of ChiroMed Healing Center. Her practice includes chiropractic services, physical therapy, and massage therapy. She was honored by Long Beach, California's living in 2019 and 2020 as being the absolute best doctor's office in Long Beach. Also in 2020, she was voted the absolute best chiropractor, as well as having the absolute best massage therapist with Sean Clinton and best acupuncturist at ChiroMed Healing Center. At ChiroMed Healing Center, Dr. Davis focuses on activating the body's self-healing capabilities and its abilities to fight off pain, stress, and disease through chiropractic adjustments with comprehensive natural methods of treatment. Okay, let's do this. Dr. Davis, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, Stacy. it's a pleasure and an honor. Uh, the feeling is very mutual, my dear friend. I got to tell you, I know what your schedule's like. I know how involved you are in the community and how busy your business and productive your business keeps you. So thank you so much for carving out the time. And, you know, I'd really like to have our guests really get to know you because I've had the honor and privilege of getting to know you, loving you, adoring you, and considering you my doctor. And I know how you help people. So let's start with whatever got you into chiropractic, because 30 some odd years ago, that wasn't even 
holistic medicine back then wasn't even a focus. It wasn't a thing. You know, you were like a voodoo doctor back then. <laughs> it's, it's true. Um, I was an undergrad at UC Irvine and uh, I actually was a pre-med major. So I was going straight to medical school, taking the traditional route and um, and then something happened that was extraordinary. And I was at the time on the karate team mm -hmm. and my joints were aching and uh, cracking all the time. So I went to see a doctor in the infirmary on campus and he said, what I should do was to take aspirin three times a day, two or three tablets three times a day. Well, I mean, I wasn't a medical doctor yet, but I do understand, um, you know, um, the problems with the uh, digestive system by mm -hmm. taking so much aspirin. So I was just casually talking to a friend about it. And um, he suggested that I see a chiropractor instead. Hmm. And you're not going to believe this, Stacy, but I said, what's the chiropractor? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I honestly didn't know what chiropractors did. So I made an appointment with one uh, nearby the campus. And, um, you know, he got me started with the adjustments, the physical therapy. Um, my fight got phenomenal. I hmm. felt better. I mean, it worked. Wow. Without the aspirin. Right. Without <laughs> the drugs. I was always a hands-on type of person, I don't know, sports all my life, wanted to treat patients. I didn't know exactly what field of medicine I wanted to go into, but I know I wanted to be close with a patient and I wanted to do hands-on work. So mm -hmm. I said, well, this chiropractor is a physician and he does what I could see myself doing. So mm -hmm. I went back to him. And uh, I said, teach me as much as you can. You know, he can't teach me how to be a chiropractor, but he gave me tons of books on the theory behind chiropractic and the anatomy and physio. And then he allowed me to work for him and I worked for free. I just I was thirsty for the knowledge. I mean, wow. it just excited me. So I started working for him and doing the physical therapy actually helping with the chiropractic business of running the office. I learned a lot and I just decided to go the chiropractic route, go to chiropractic college instead of medical school. And I love it. And I never regret that decision is the best decision I ever made in my life. Oh, wow. That's a story. I got to tell you, it's, it's pretty cool how when one incident can shift the entire trajectory of our life and and kudos for you for questioning what the infirmary was was suggesting to you because huh, i think we both know that would have been a little lethal to parts of your anatomy <laughs> yeah i was one of those people that didn't like to take medication i mean i I didn't even like to take vitamins, you know, it was just something about it that I didn't like. So I decided, you know, to give it a shot and, um, but not literally a shot because that's the great thing about chiropractors. We don't use medicine. We don't give shots, mm -hmm. uh, no surgery. It's all natural. 
healing. I really like how through the, the, the foundation of your story, you kind of inserted yourself into like an internship. And that internship, you allowed yourself to learn every facet of not just the responsibilities of a chiropractor, but everything else that it took to run a successful practice before you ever, ever even knew that you wanted to have a practice. That's phenomenal insight. Thank you. That's the thing about chiropractic college. It's a wonderful place and uh, you learn a lot about chiropractic. They don't really teach you business, mm. you know? And so a lot of my colleagues did go to business school either before chiropractic uh, college or afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, I did not, but I had plenty of job experience, which uh, really, really did help. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, I, I personally think that, that the story you're sharing is very symbolic to the journey of most business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals. You know, they, they find a passion, a purpose, a trade, a skill set, and they tap into it and they may not know anything outside of what it is they're good at. They know what they're good at and it's the blind spots that exist outside of what they're good at that come up usually and bite them in the butt. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, okay? Um, what, what, what I'd like to know is through this journey of, of becoming a doctor, through this journey of becoming a chiropractor, what, what did you embark on? Did you want to work into an office? Did you know you were going to own your own practice and be a business owner? How did you start out and what was your vision? Yes, um, my vision was to have my own practice. I didn't know exactly what that would look like. Hmm. When I first uh, graduated and uh, from chiropractic school and uh, took the boards, I uh, started working for a firm. It was actually owned by a businessman, not another doctor. And, um, and they had another chiropractor there. And so I uh, began working with that other chiropractor and the staff that was already there to learn the business. You see, when you graduate from chiropractic school, there's not a lot of choice as to where to go. It's not like medical school where you interview at different hospitals and you get in this location or that location, you know, with, uh, uh, so there's, they just don't accept chiropractic, at least they didn't at the time uh, like that. Today, there are chiropractors um, on board, on staff with some medical um, offices mm -hmm. and also some hospitals. But that wasn't a thing when I graduated and mm -hmm. that was 34, it'll be 34 years in December. Mm -hmm. So the choice was to begin your own business or join in with other chiropractors to start a business. You could do one together or you can do one alone, but you were going to have your own business. And mm -hmm. so that's that, how that looked like depend on the chiropractor, but you were going to be an entrepreneur. Fantastic. Fantastic. So 
So going into this, when you graduated from chiropractic school, did you just jump right into your own office? How did you do it? No. So that's when I went to the, the chiropractic office that already had a chiropractor and, um, and uh, I worked really hard there and um, it was a great experience. Mm. The owner decided to close the business at the time, and it was just right on time for me because at the time I was um, I was engaged to be married, mm -hmm. and so what happened is that my husband, who just, who I met at UC Irvine, uh, he was and remained a pre med major. He got into medical school in Omaha, Nebraska. So it was the perfect time for me to shift over and move to Omaha with him while he was in med school. Hmm. Now, what I did when I got to Omaha is I started looking at the chiropractors in the area. I said, I'll work with them because I'm not going to live here forever. This is a temporary thing. Mm -hmm. So what happened was um, I, it wasn't always congruent working with another chiropractor in the same style that I worked. Mm -hmm. So instead of frustrating myself, what I decided to do was to teach for two years. I taught anatomy and physiology. Um, I taught uh, medical algebra. And uh, it, was, it was what I, I did in order to make a living. But you know, when you're a chiropractor and you're passionate about what you do, mm -hmm. all the students in the classroom got adjustments. The whole staff was <laughs> adjustments all the time. You know, if I couldn't find anything to adjust, I would have started adjusting the dog and the cat. You know, I had to do what, you know, just made me happy. And uh, and so I. We stayed there for three years, came back to Long Beach. I joined another doctor, actually it was a husband and wife team. And um, it was my own business within their space. Okay. And that was interesting. And that's how I continue to learn the business. Mm -hmm. You have to learn the business and how to sustain yourself. And, uh, you know, when you get in, to chiropractic, you don't think business or selling, you think service. And that's where my head was and what my mind was, making myself better at my craft and uh, making the patient happy. Once I became comfortable with, with that, um, I was hungry to have my own business. I was hung, hungry to move out into my own space, to have things the way that I pictured it, the way I wanted it. I wanted this spa-like atmosphere, you know, and I have that today. I wanted patients to feel at home when they came into my establishment. I wanted to make it my own. And that's what I've done. But I had to, I had to take one step at a time learn what I had to learn to sustain, sustain a practice, mm -hmm. keep doors open. And once I felt comfortable with that, then I was able to meet wonderful people like yourself, <laughs> took the NLP courses, um, had a coaching, a coach 
you were terrific. That helped me understand even more about uh, not just sustaining a business, but thriving, you know, um, um, having more and more because, you know, you start off with one goal and you reach it and then you go to the next goal and you reach it and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So I'm always growing. Um, this is not where I'm going to be forever. I'm going to continue to grow as long as I'm in the business. Otherwise, what's the challenge? Right, right. <laughs> so I'm just that. really enjoying myself, growing, learning, and um, and sharing my knowledge. I love that. So, so Candice, um, I'm 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 curious because you know so many business owners and entrepreneurs they they pursue success. Some define it by the almighty dollar, right? Mm -hmm. Some define it by living their dreams, living the dream. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how people define it, there's no right or wrong. What's right yeah. is for them. I'm, I'm curious as to how you define success. What is success to you? Wow. Success to me is being able to share your passion you know if you find that purpose what you want and that's not easy for people but I just felt like I was blessed from a child to know that I wanted to be in the healing industry you know and actually is the spiritual thing I actually made a commitment to God to be of service when I was seven years old hmm. and I watched my dad uh, as an ER uh, nurse and uh plastic technician putting body cast on and he would let me go to the ER with him and everything and I just love the thought of helping other people achieve more um, whatever they wanted as far as health was concerned mm -hmm. to be a healthier person and so that was always my dream so once I became a chiropractor I already achieved success because I got a chance to, to have this dream come true. So, but of course, there's always goals that we continue to have along the way. But to success to me is not just about achieving one thing, it's kind of like the journey, you know, is being happy as you go along and inspired every day. You know, I've been practicing for 34 years and people are like, you know, aren't you tired of it? Aren't you ready to retire? Um, you know, you've got it. No, success is, to me, is being able to keep the high, <laughs> you know? No. Continue to be inspired along the way. Um, uh, so service is my thing, being able to be a part of somebody else's dream of being healthy, that's a privilege and an honor for me. And I get to experience that along with them. That's a big deal to me. And that's what success is about. And once you reach certain levels, and then you're able to share with other people, a little girl or a little boy that started with nothing, you know, um, and don't know how to achieve it. 
-hmm. and I get to share that. I've had lots of young adults under my wings and being able to share that means a lot. And uh, it's a good thing. I get to share my passion every day. That's phenomenal. So, so you and I share a, a lot of overlap in, in how we view success, because for me, success is the ability to pursue your dreams, live your dreams, mm -hmm. uh, allowing yourself to show up in a state of excellence and be the very best version of yourself that day. It's harmonizing every major area of life and contributing the best to it so it can contribute the best to you. And living in the perfect, imper allowing yourself to live in the perfect imperfection and the imperfection of perfect. And the way I love to do that is the very most excellent version and allowing yourself to create at a minimum a win-win. And my preference is always a win-win-win so that everywhere we go we're of service having fun loving ourselves and others unconditionally and just allowing ourselves to be our best and give our best and for me that's what success is so i love that that there's so much overlap and your freudian slip on the kids let's face it dr <laughs> davis we both know that everyone you mentor is an adopted child of yours <laughs> I, I, yes, yes, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I just so, love to see the youth grow and reach yeah. their goals. It's just wonderful to see. So if you had to pinpoint it, what has been your number one key to success? I'd say perseverance. Perseverance, I love that. Because I didn't just get here like boom, you know, mm -hmm. like you were describing, you know, um, perfect imperfection, you know, mm -hmm. you you fall, you slow down, but you, you get back up, you keep trying, you do it in a different way, you learn from mistakes. Um, you challenge yourself, you try a different way of doing something and until you figure out how it works best for you and yeah. your patient. So it's, it's perseverance. You never give up, you never stop. You will find success if you never give up. Yeah. It will come, you know, some people find it faster, but it's, it's, it is what it is, you just keep trying and never give up. So perseverance. I love that. So, so how has failure been instrumental to your pursuit of success in your journey towards uh, success? You know, <clears throat> I, I know there, there's a phrase for that, but you know, I don't consider the falls, the slips, the slowdowns is failure. I just mm -hmm. consider them a learning experience. Good. And, um, and thank you. I can check that one off. And get on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So, um, so, you know, 
hopefully all of that comes early on, you know, get them out of the way so that you can start moving uphill, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, you will plateau and you will fall. And that's a part of life. And that's a part of the journey. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that challenge, let that challenge drive you to work harder to find excellence because, you know, it's, 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 the thrill, you know, that makes life interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you that some of those F-bombs, we'll just call them failures, have definitely made my life interesting. <laughs> and you yeah. know what? Reality is I have a belief that they're, they're, the only failure that exists is the unacceptance of the feedback that an environment and the situation gives us. And so, when you push away that feedback, you avoid getting the learnings and the lessons that are attached to them, which then in my humble opinion would be the failure. Yes, and that same, same so-called failure will keep coming back and yep. back and back and back because you haven't learned the lesson yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we constantly seek learning and growth. And the only way we're going to do that is to get lessons from what doesn't work. And if you push them away and don't grow from it, you're going to keep attracting the lesson because it's non-existent in your neurology. So you're going to keep recreating that situation until you do. Yes. So, so let's go back to those blind spots you were talking about. Some of your colleagues had gone to business school. You know, most don't. Most mm-hmm. are just good at their trade. They're strong at their skill sets and they have an epiphany or a realization or they're forced into creating this business, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. How does one navigate blind spots that they don't know exist if they don't know that they don't know? You don't know what you don't know. And, um, but you have to stay open-minded mm. and, um, and you, sometimes you just have to get out of your comfort zone, so to speak, yeah. and learn from people who've been there, done that, and, um, and embrace that, you know, learn from others. Um, that helps you, keeps you from making mistakes that are unnecessary that you didn't have to make in the first place mm-hmm. because someone else has been there and done that. Maybe not in the exact same way you want to, but the learning experience is out there for you to pick up and acknowledge without actually making the mistake yourself. So I think that's how you can deal with certain things that you don't know already. Uh, Just learn from others. I've had a great support system over the years. Um, in business and in my personal life. So I try to learn from people who've already made those mistakes and uh, make myself uh, just a little bit less vulnerable. Hmm. It's great advice. So, So I personally know that you have built your business off of professional networking and word of mouth marketing. So yeah. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really curious because let's face it, we're in really different times right now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. 
uh, were were either right in the middle or coming off on the tail end of COVID, depending on how we look at the the existence strain or the evolution of the strains, right? So mm -hmm. word of mouth marketing and networking has has definitely evolved. It, it it's pivoted, right? So mm -hmm. I, if you could, I, I'd love for you to share how you grew your business originally through word of mouth marketing and networking and relationships, and then pivot to how you are doing so in today's climate where that face-to-face -face relationship is non-existent. Yeah, so about 25 years ago, a patient walked into my center um, with, I mean, she had on a dark clothes, a baseball cap, uh, earplugs, hmm. and her head was bent low. Hmm. Right away, I just said, how long have you had that migraine? And uh, she said, I've had it for as long as I can remember, you know, definitely been uh, taking medications. And she was talking about narcotics for at least 15 years. Wow. And, um, and she says, she says, I don't have anything to lose by coming here. I don't know if the, I doubt if this helps, but you know, I'm going to give it a try anyway, her mm -hmm. practice. And so after the first adjustment, she improved by, I would say, 80%. Wow. After the first five adjustments, her headache never came back. She was wow. in awe, blown away after all these years of suffering. And Stacy, she said to me at the time I was charging $45 a visit. <laughs> she said, she said to me, oh my God, do you know the hundreds and thousands of dollars I have spent on medical care for this condition? She says, and you know, I only paid you blah, blah, blah. I need to do something else for you, Dr. Davis. I need to do something else. And she started talking about networking and how it changed her. But she had a business selling balloons and party favors like that. Mm -hmm. And she says, nobody knows what you do and how effective chiropractic treatment is. You're sitting here in this, this space and nobody knows about you. And she's right. Only 20% of people actually see a chiropractor. Wow. That meant that if I was to achieve the success I wanted, and I have that obligation, you know, there's too many people suffering. Yeah. I should be helping those people. I have that obligation to get outside of that office, outside of my comfort zone, into networking so that I could become more popular, that people could understand, that I can educate so people can understand what we we have to offer so yeah. people are not completely shocked and surprised that we help alleviate her headache in five days. Nice. So I, I started networking there. That was probably about 25 years ago. And um, the networking group um, 
um, in our area closed down for whatever specific reasons. But um, then I met someone um, that was in my networking group at that time. Um, actually, I, it's not, I already knew her, but I uh, caught up with her later and she explained to me that she was in another networking group called Team Networking. And um, it's a team referral networking. And uh, I've been in that group for about seven years. And it, it just is absolutely wonderful. It just allowed me to be comfortable teaching, speaking. I'm the shyest person ever. The thought of... Um, of um, just speaking out loud to anyone just made me shake. You know, I actually got pulled over one time from a, 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 a policeman because I was driving too low because I was practicing what I was gonna say in the networking group. That's how nervous <laughs> I was. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's how nervous I was to speak out loud in front of the crowd and so anyway it it taught me how to do that it taught me to be comfortable with teaching uh, the networking group also allowed me to meet more people and then they referred people and the, those people referred people and on and on and on so networking built my business and um it's the best thing i think that any entrepreneur can do is to get outside your comfort zone, meet other business owners, because there's so much you can learn from the other business owners. Yeah. They've been, they've done that, been there. <laughs> I learned so much, not just from their successes, but also from their failures, right? Yeah. And uh, it just opened uh, a world to me that, um, that has helped to establish a more, um, I would say stable business and mm -hmm. also um, uh, increase the business um, with patience. And of course, you know, the money comes along with that, but yeah. just grateful um, that um, I got into networking. Um, it's the best thing I've ever done for my business. So what's the number one networking secret, the networking tip you can share with someone that either hasn't had the level or the magnitude of success from it that you have, or is finding themselves just starting out? The number one tip for networking mm -hmm. is, um, I think, is listening to each other so you can learn how to be a good referral to each other. So mm -hmm. you can refer them someone, they can refer you someone because you listened, you got to know their business, you got to know the individual. And when you like somebody, then you're more apt to, to yeah. uh, them a referral. Yeah. So it's about relationships and, uh, there's nothing bigger than a relationship, you know, yeah. it uh, can make you or break you. So might as well get into it so that it can help you out, make you versus break you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I jokingly tell people to treat your referral partners better than you treat your spouse. 
<laughs> because we spend more time we, sp we spend more time with with people that we work with and work around than we do with our family i mean yes. or at least our waking hours right we may yes. spend more time with our family however a large portion of that is sleeping so yes. it's really important to go all out and invest in the relationships that you're pursuing to really increase that know, like, and trust factor because people do business with people that they know, like, and trust, and people will only refer to people that they know, like, and trust. And that's earned. You know, I tell my, my staff all the time that that trust, it takes a lifetime to earn and a second to lose. A second. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's interesting. I always said I had three families, mm. you know, my personal family, my team referral family, the networking family, and also my patient family. So it's, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I kind of want to flip gears a little bit because, you know, I had said earlier that, that we're in this really weird time right now, you know, with COVID and the morphing of the strains and, and the stay at home orders and then the, the, the stress of being stuck at home and, and, and all of that. You're obviously a holistic health doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm curious as to what stress can, can do to a person, not just physically, mm -hmm. also their ability to perform, because let's face it, being a business owner, entrepreneur, and sales professional, it's demanding, right? And we, have, we have to take care of, of the vessel that serves us. Mm -hmm. so, how does stress impact our ability to perform? And what's your professional advice as to how people can shift it so that they can perform at a higher level? Oh, yeah. That's a great question because stress can does affect you physically, uh, mentally, and spiritually. And there's no way to avoid it, you know. So I actually concentrate on the physical part of stress. But let me tell you, once you can help with the physical part of it, they take that and they help themselves emotionally with that. They help themselves spiritually with that. It's like a balance basically, and they work uh, together. You know, you can't separate uh, mind, body, and spirit is all one yeah. thing together. And you have to, uh, well, you don't have to, but it's nice when you understand that. So, so I always give uh, patients an example of my cat dog uh, analogy. Um, you, uh, a cat is walking down the street and it sees a dog across the street. Mm -hmm. So his alarm signals go on and that cat arches its back. Those are muscles that pull it into an arch. Its hair stands on end. Those are muscles, pulling muscles that pull the hairs on end. It's in a stressful, alarmed state because it doesn't know what that dog is going to do across the street. And as soon as that dog moves on and walks further down and it's no longer in sight, the cat relaxes, the back is no longer arched, 
The hair is not standing on end any longer and that cat can relax. So it's no more trauma, no more pull, no more muscle spasms, no more tightness in the back or legs or anywhere else in the body. Even the head is relaxed. So what I'm saying basically is that cat, once the alarm has gone away, well, the threat has gone away, can relax and let go. Humans are different. We're thinking about the past and letting it affect our, the present. We're thinking about the future, hasn't even gotten here yet and letting it affect the present. We're holding the stress in our bodies and it is manifesting in disease and illness and strain. And there's no need for it if we take care of our bodies and allow our bodies to find peace and stay in the present. So when one comes to the office, I don't talk necessarily talk about peace and staying in the present. Mm -hmm. I concentrate on making them healthier, fixing something. But the thing is, what they don't understand is I'm not doing the fixing, their body's doing the fixing. Yeah. I just do an adjustment. It ignites their own healing power and letting go and being the cat who let go once the threat was gone. Mm -hmm. Let me try to explain that. On my business card, it says the power that makes the body heals the body. Ooh. Yeah, the power that makes the body heals the body. And what that means is that each of us have our own innate healing capabilities. The body was made to heal itself as long as the mechanism is working properly for that. And with chiropractic, creating the adjustment creates that, allows that mechanism to work so that the body heals itself easier. Mm. And so, so once the body heals itself, the tightness, the pain, all of that is relieved, alleviated. The inflammation, the headaches, the allergies, you breathe better. Hmm. Your immune system with regular chiropractic adjustments increases by 200%. You know, I laugh when people tell me they have a cold so they can't come in. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I, I, did I not teach them that? Or did, did they not understand that? You know, part of what we do is education. And, um, or, you know, stress, it will affect every area of your being. Yeah. If you allow it to. Yeah. But why not empower yourself by allow, allowing your body to heal itself mm -hmm. naturally? without putting in the drugs, you know, if you don't have to. I'm not saying that I'm completely against the medications. I don't want anybody to think that. Mm -hmm. But, I, but I, I am against unnecessary medication and abuse, right. and overuse oh, yeah. of medication. Yeah. So, so quick, funny story. You, you know, I, I do neurolinguistics programming training and we just had a class and, and, you know, we, we shift mindset and, and we, we, we do a lot in this class. And 
we were at a part in a class where where we shifted a modality from where people are 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 stuck and they're unable to take action or make a decision uh, it's very similar to procrastination and motivation however this this modality is is a little deeper and um what we explain to our students on a continual basis is that mindset is exactly that it's it's the set that it's the beliefs it's the programming it's everything that that's in your mind some of it's trapped some of it's stagnant some of it's just a computer program that that's running and it, it avoids serving you in your current reality whatever it is it doesn't matter however our body's made up of neurotransmitters that bathe every cell of our body and it all starts in your brain and then moves down your spinal cord and then explodes into the rest of your body so you know people don't really understand it or know it until they physically see it. So we're going through this modality and uh, this, this one gentleman who was playing full out in class uh, really, really experienced a profound shift. Mm. I mean, to the point where he almost kind of, he, well, he, he didn't almost, he did. He broke out in a sweat and, and he had brought it to our attention and I just smiled. Well, that night when he went home, he took off his shirt and had a streak down his back, a red streak right down his spine. So he had his wife take a picture of it. And uh, that next morning he came in, oh, and then she took a picture of what it looked like in the morning. It had diminished significantly, but it was still a little bit there. He came in in the, in, in the morning in the class and he goes, is this normal? And I laughed and I said, it's not abnormal. I said, I said, reality is your brain is your computer operating system. Your spinal cord is the, is the neuro highway for the transportation of your networks communicating to every cell of your body. And you had imploded this stuck, this problem, this, this stuck energy, and it had to go somewhere. So it just right out your body. And when it did that, it had to travel the only place it can travel. And that's your spinal cord. I said, how is it now? And he goes, well, this morning it was pretty much diminished. And I go, yeah, just give it a couple of days. It'll be completely gone. And sure enough, it's completely gone, you know, and that's just a physiological representation, how every thought we have bathes our body through your spine. You Stacy, you just described the very premise of chiropractic. That's <laughs> yeah. what chiropractic is. It's based on the nervous system. Yeah. You know, the brain is the control center of the entire body, you know, and that the, the spinal cord is an extension of the brain. It's really an extension of the brain. So when that brain senses signals, impulses down the spinal cord, through the spinal nerves, which are attached. And those spinal nerves go to every area of the body, nothing left untouched. Yeah. That's how our body functions. Whether we're talking about an organ or a tissue, um, you know, what tissues are, you know, yeah. organs are just a bunch of tissues, you know, the bloodstream, um, 
every area of the body. That's how it functions. And then from that organ, it sends messages back. So it's a two-way highway system, really. Yeah. And um, a chiropractor's job is basically to, once it gets to that spinal nerve, we want to make sure that the spine, which is in houses, that nervous system, which in houses that spinal cord, spinal nerves, is is not stuck anywhere. It no. is. It can move in its six different ranges of motion. Each level mm. is not creating any impingement on the nerve, which can irritate it or cause inflammation. Nothing that will constrict that impulse from getting to the organ or the the. Um, the place that that nerve is traveling. Right. So my job is basically to take pressure off those nerve endings so that the brain can do its thing and it can function. And your body is now has an advantage. It is capable of healing itself. You know, I used yeah. to get nervous. I used to get nervous when when uh, uh, patients would come into the office for the first time. Am I good enough? Will I be able to adjust them? Will they like <laughs> me? You know, my nervous is totally different these days, you know, mm -hmm. if I do get nervous, you know, but it has nothing to do with that because once I let go, once I truly understood that is the body that's doing the healing, it's not wow. Dr. Davis is doing the healing. It truly isn't me. Sure, I ignite it with an adjustment, but your body does the healing. We have this awesome, awesome body that that uh, that is there for us, you know, oh, to yeah. do what we need it to do. Yeah, I mean, the, the the bottom line is 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 our nervous system, our immune system our entire belief system is constantly eavesdropping on our dialogue, both internally and externally. And, and reality is this, we create as we speak and we create as we think. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you're starting out today or if you've been in business for 33 years like Dr. Davis, be very aware of your thoughts, be very aware of of your words because you are basically authoring, directing, producing the rest of your life by what it is you think and what it is you speak. Absolutely. You shared Henry Ford's quote with me about four or five years ago. I'll never forget that because I use it all the time, you know, whether you think you can or you can't, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. So welcome to the signature question of the show, Dr. Davis. And that question is, what does selling without selling mean to you? Well, I never really thought of myself as a salesperson. Mm -hmm. I think of myself as someone who serves versus sales. Yeah. So when that patient walks into our center, they already have what they want in mind. And that's a healthier body in one way or another, right? Mm -hmm. They already want that. Well, I'm there because my passion and desire is to see them become healthier. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we're in sync. It's congruent, right? What we want. So I don't come out off as a salesperson hmm. because it's what they want. Yeah. And it's what I want to see happen to them. So it's not a sales job. It's a desire made true for both it. the patient and myself. We yeah. want the same thing. It's really an honor for me to be there to help them. And mm -hmm. I think they can see that, you know, you don't miss, you don't miss things about each other. No. You feel it, you understand it and you see it. And that's why I'm there. So in the process, the business is good, you know, because I stay focused on my passion and what it is there, I'm, what I am there for. I love it. I love it. So Dr. Davis, welcome to the random round, because I believe that success leaves clues. And I like to extract clues and golden nuggets from our guests in order for our listeners to, to uh, allow themselves to, to apply whatever resonates with them. So my random round question to you is, how do you decompress? How do you recharge? Because I know the life you live. You go from sun up to sundown. It's, I mean, it's your responsibility to wake the rooster up so he can do his job and put him back to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like you too, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we share a lot of things in common. Uh, well, um, there, there are uh, quite a few ways. Um, gardening. Mm. <laughs> I love to spend hours in the garden. I like to make everything around me beautiful. It's at home and at the office. So I'm decorating, I'm gardening. I love to cook. I like experience with different ingredients. Try to make nutritional things taste really, really, really good, you know. And then I'm a dancer. I, I love to dance. African and Latin dance are my favorite. Nice. So when I have pent up whatever stress and I get to go and dance it off and <laughs> let it go. It feels wonderful. It feels great. And then I can go home and sleep like a baby afterwards. When I'm in the garden and I'm just so grateful to have all this beauty around me, the air to breathe, you know, you see a hummingbird come up in front of you and you just like, Thank you, you know, because yeah. someone's looking out for me. This is a gift and I love it. So I just try to cherish things like that and uh, let it calm me, let it, let me find peace in those things. Mm, I love those golden nuggets. And yes, working with your hands and getting your body as engaged into its passion that that you can and just the rhythm and the movement that's beautiful mm -hmm. yeah, so dr exactly. davis it's been phenomenal talking with you i totally appreciate you coming on the show before we head out what would be the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you if they'd like to reach out to you yes so my website is longbeachchiromed.com uh, the name of my business is chiromed healing center and it's Dr. Candace Davis. 
Um, a phone number with that is 562-494-6690. We're right in Long Beach, very close to three freeways. We're right next to Cal State Long Beach. So if you could be so kind and please share your tagline with your with our <laughs> listeners, because I absolutely love it. <laughs> Jump, turn, twist and shout. Call Dr. Davis to work things out. Dr. Davis, I truly, truly appreciate chatting with you today. Your success is important to me, and it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you. I would love for you to do a few things right now. I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. That's hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Second, I'd love it if you'd head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. That's head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. We have an immense amount of interaction on both platforms. We also share different information on both platforms. So we look forward to seeing you there. Last and definitely not least, I love to chat with you, give feedback on the episodes, and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make this podcast more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success you've always dreamed of, desired, and deserved. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15-minute call on the schedule. I look forward to getting to know you. Always remember this, choice is a powerful thing and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so that you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.